Hey, kid, do you want to see a lot of freaking explosions? Oh, yeah. All right, come on, let's go. You ready to talk some movies, Brennan? Yeah, okay. Well, let's go. Welcome to the Corrupted Youth Podcast. I'm Dan. I'm Brennan. We're a father and son duo that covers the latest blockbusters, classic genre films, and the schlockiest of Golden Age VHS rental store flicks in spoiler heavy fashion. I only kind of mumbled my words a little bit on that, <laughs> but I remembered it after six years. <laughs> wow. Probably only like five, but who's counting? So, ooh, we got one. We got one today. Yeah, we do. We sure do. Um, But before we get started here, I just want to let everybody know who's listening that coming up soon, Summer Slasher Camp, we're going to have to start some polling in the Dongle Den on Facebook. That's where the listeners get to decide what three movies we're going to watch for June, July, and August. I'm excited. Yes. So last year's was we got one out of three movies were slashers. So we're going to definitely be critiquing your slashers against our i don't know what would you call it our our checklist yeah and we each have our own checklist for that and yeah we're gonna we're gonna scrutinize it but we're just looking to have some fun really Mm -hmm. so thanks to everybody who participated the last two years and this year i think it's gonna be great yeah i hope we get some good movies yeah so start thinking about some fun slashers for us to watch um i don't know it's not really a rule but like let's not do like franchise stuff Mm -hmm. or like big franchises yeah let's keep it kind of uh obscure yeah maybe a little sleazy Mm, yeah we've definitely had some sleaze Uh uh-huh that's okay but speaking of sleaze we're covering escape from the bronx (laughs) sequel to oh uh was it the bronx 99 or something like that 1990 1990 the bronx warriors the bronx warriors also known as like warriors of the wasteland something else too i think not a wasteland there's Hey, you know what? If you can rename something and have people watch it again or yeah, just maybe that name didn't work out, release it under a different name. But that's kind of what we're dealing with. Um we covered uh the Bronx 1990 the Bronx Warriors back in episode 15. Wow. I know, and this is 71, so it's been a while. Mm-hmm. Which is kind of crazy. It doesn't seem like it was that long ago. No, not really. I remembered a decent amount from it yeah i mean not a whole heck of a lot to remember but that one um in comparison to this definitely felt more post-apocalyptic yeah definitely and this one does not and i don't think anybody really cares if you've seen the previous one or not Mm -hmm. when you watch this there is some recognition you're supposed to have with the main character trash but if you don't that's fine too there's not much character to him no, that that man is a stiff piece of cardboard. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I believe we mentioned how stiff he was in our previous episode. This one takes 
place uh, in the year 2000, so 10 years after 1990. And I, I mean, Trash has aged pretty well. I'd say so. For for a 10-year span. Yeah. That was only a couple of years in real life. Right. Hey, who are we to judge? Anyway, <laughs> um, first time viewing for both of us, actually. Oh, really? Yeah. I did not see this one previous to today. How exciting. I mean, I guess we can start off with some IMDb info. According to IMDb, it says, A ragtag group of people must fight extermination squads amid their ruined city. Seems fair. That's pretty much the whole movie. That's the extent of the plot of this movie. Yeah. (laughs) Um, Let's see here. Directed by Enzo G. Castellari. Stars Mark Gregory, Henry Silva. Ooh. And Valeria Diobici. Hey. Whoever that is. I don't even think she's got a picture on here. (sighs) We also have uh, Giancarlo Brady. I don't know. He's going as... Under his uh, pseudonym of Timothy Brent on this. He was actually in the other movie as a different character. He was the one that we described as a dad because he was just wearing like a cardigan. (laughs) And he just seemed very normal in that. But definitely more interesting in this one. Way more interesting. Yes. um, He's a great villain. No, he's the he's the uh, the buddy. Oh, that's right. Yeah. The yeah. Yes. But yeah, speaking of the villain, the villain was uh, played by Henry Silva. And I know that you don't have a lot of experience watching trashy action movies from the 80s, but very well known for that. You would know him as the voice of Bane in Batman the Animated Series and subsequent series featuring Bane. So pretty interesting. I mean, he's just good potato faced bad guy, I guess. Glad I got to do something cool. <laughs> yeah, I don't know. That's about as interesting as it gets for credits, I think. As far as I'm concerned, anyway. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I don't know. I mean, I guess we could probably just get to a trailer. What do you say? You gonna watch this freaking trailer or what, Brennan? No. Okay. No. Well, too bad. Here we go. The authorities declare the Bronx a high-risk zone. There's only one alternative. Destroy it. Destroy it. Escape from the Bronx. From the Bronx. 
Escape from the Bronx. That was the trailer. Yeah, it was a whole lot of explosions. <laughs> Guys going, ah! <laughs> well, get used to it because there's a lot of that in this movie. Yeah. This movie is, well, maybe we can bring that up towards the end. <laughs> but just uh, how violent this movie gets. <laughs> yeah, at least this one did not have any rape in it. Yeah. So, I mean, there was a rape scene in the previous one. Still kind of sorry you had to watch a rape scene in a movie, Brennan. But to be fair, I hadn't seen it. I didn't know it was in there. Or did I? Who knows? That was, what, 2018. Oh, wow. <laughs> I mean, I guess this is kind of your pick, but also kind of not, because you had something else in mind that you wanted to watch. Yeah, it's whatever, though. This was still a fun movie. Yeah. It's yeah. the exact experience that I was trying to shoot for, so it all worked out. Oh, okay. Well, that's good. We won't bring up the other movie, just because we might do it in the future. Stashed away. That's right. But seeing as how it's your movie, I and I'm the one who took notes. Do you want me to kind of well, guide us? Does, I mean, there's not a whole heck of a lot of plot. Not here, a whole but, lot of plot. But I didn't, you know, I mean, I did take notes. Yeah. So, so up to you. Well, could I at least see them? <laughs> Do you want to see my notes? <laughs> Do you want to decipher these? Yeah, actually. <laughs> okay. <laughs> <laughs> okay, this should be interesting. All right. Okay, so yeah, it's 10 years after... Uh, the previous movie in which all you really need to know gang wars in the Bronx the Bronx is horrible in this world filled yeah. with gangs and the, what was cool is that the gangs were very unique all the gangs were pretty cool they, it was gang in this movie yeah it, it I mean was. it looked like it was made up of other members of gangs so I'll give you that yeah they seem to have all like come together for the most part around uh, a common enemy which is the... Did you write it down on here? I did. It's later. We're towards the left. No, on that on that page. Oh, this is going to be a fun edit. <laughs> we'll, we'll point at it. Oh. <laughs> Around a common enemy, the, dis, the Disinfestation Annihilation Squad, otherwise known as DAS, <laughs> who are sent into the Bronx just to, like, wipe it clean, basically. Yeah. And they're just kind of going house to house, building the building, telling anybody who lives there that they have to relocate to New Mexico. Mm -hmm. I am not sure why it's New Mexico. Yeah. There's not really an explanation. I don't know if that's some type of joke. I wasn't getting it. The claim is that they're going to be compensated for it if they leave peacefully. Otherwise, they're just forced to leave, which means that they're just murdered. Mm -hmm. Yeah, and it it is kind of a lot of the early part of this movie is just showing the the DAS roll around and do their job. So it's a whole lot of like, get out of here. You got to leave. I don't want to leave the Bronx. You got to leave. the. It's a, it's a lot of guys in silver outfits with black motorcycle helmets or just like space helmets and flamethrowers. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So there's, yeah, there's flamethrowers on this movie and we get a flaming dude right off the on. bat. Yeah pretty decent one too pretty i'd good say flaming yeah. Dude. yeah it's enjoyable as all flaming dudes are 
And then uh, they also kill Trash's parents during this sequence, too. Which you don't know it's his parents. No. Because it seems kind of weird because they have a poster of him on the wall. A giant poster. And, it, and they just keep showing that poster. This mm-hmm. is black and white poster. Very good sized poster of Trash. So, yeah, we didn't piece that together until Trash actually shows up there later. Yeah, so it seemed kind of weird. I was like, what's going on here? Yeah. Uh, and then uh, we cut. We There's like a helicopter flying around the Bronx. And it, and we this is where we first see Trash. He's just in some scrapyard next to his motorcycle. With his motorcycle from the first one, too. Oh, the yeah. Skull on it. Yeah, that's right. And uh, the helicopter spots him. And Trash is like known. This is when we find out like Trash is like kind of known because they call him in they're like oh it's trash like we see him he's just out in the open so they know who he is which is kind of cool yeah there's a lot of um like dispatch stuff in this movie yeah there is and so every once in a while it just kind of cuts to dispatch and it'll just be like a silver suited person sitting behind a blinky light console talking to the the rest of the crew and what i did appreciate though is that apparently they don't just make the same guy work all day all the time <laughs> there are some shift changes going on because there's every there's like three different people who were doing that job so maybe das you know at least some fair uh work practices are in the office anyway right yeah <laughs> that's good to know <laughs> other than being really evil i mean yeah <laughs> but uh trash is able to take down the helicopter just by shooting at it with his revolver which is man impressive very impressive completely unrealistic but you know what if you can get past that then you're gonna have fun for the rest (laughs) of the movie (laughs) totally totally and then uh trash goes back to his hideout where like all the other gangs are hiding out which is just in like caves it's kind of it's underground just vague underground setting sewers ruined building basement i don't know a whole lot of underground in this movie yeah yeah, so there's some of the gangs that they have down there. Like there's um the guys that stand out the most, there's like a duo of I'm guessing they're like weird new wave Broadway guys wearing silver hats and some like bright orange kiss face paint and silver outfits with like suspenders and whatnot and they're just kind of funny looking. And then there's also like some weird um field hockey people yeah and i don't know i will say this though everybody's really clean totally yeah their clothes very clean even the torn up clothes look very clean everybody looks pretty hygienic for the most part so good on this gang totally yeah you can't have like a rampant case of you know some type of like body fungus moving around especially living underground you gotta keep that clean so maybe the maybe the bronx isn't so bad yeah i don't think they're getting enough credit yeah and of course trash is like hey these guys are totally like gonna be like messing up our city we gotta stop them and whatever was the name of the leader guy i have it in my notes cooper no (laughs) cooper (laughs) deblone deblone but yeah deblone is very apprehensive about taking on the das He's just kind of like, I don't know, there's like this whole idea around the city of like, oh, we're not going to leave. I don't really understand why. I mean, I get, you know, the whole like, well, we're not leaving our home and nobody's going to push us out aspect of it. But yeah, I don't understand why they're living there in the first place. 
other than they want to be lawless gangs that fight each other endlessly for supplies and whatever, but they're all huddled together now. Yeah. I mean, I guess they have a common cause, but still kind of odd. My whole thought with this entire movie is just, like, leave. Just leave. Like, it's bad. Definitely very bad. But leave. Well, one thing we didn't get in the in the in the first movie is that um, the world outside of the Bronx, because the Bronx seemed ginormous in that it first did. movie. Yeah, I mean, we had like I think there was like desert locations and stuff. I mean, it was pretty wild, <laughs> and you know, some ruins and and things like that. This felt a lot more urban and a lot more like buildings, and you're in a city. It felt like you're a city, but I mean, and it's interesting too because when they go to the corporation and they're showing like what they're planning to do with the Bronx. They're like, Oh, we're going to build this city. It's going to be in the new Bronx and it's going to be this super cool future. And it just looks really lame. Did you feel that RoboCop kind of ripped off some of the plot from this movie? You know, I, I was kind of thinking that actually, because they had the whole new Detroit thing yeah, and they had a model city that they, they had. Sure did. I mean, it was, better than this one's but yeah that's budget i guess um yeah and that model too in this one although they have like this is the bronx that's causing us so much trouble <laughs> and it was just looked like it, it looked like it was um gingerbread buildings but just like parts of walls it was weird it was like a less than a street's worth of buildings <laughs> And they're giant, giant compared to everything else. Yeah. And it was interesting, too, because like in this model of this beautiful grand new city, they included the ruined Bronx around it. Like they, they they're not going to clean it up and they're planning on it. Well, we're just going to build it above the Bronx. So it's like this beautiful city. Yeah. And it's like all the ruins like a like, yeah, gingerbread house is the perfect example. So weird. Like, get rid of it. Get rid of all the rubble. Who I wants mean, to see that? Yeah. But the the extermination group or whatever they are um they were demolishing buildings too oh yeah they just are rigging them yeah yeah because then we cut to trash and he goes to his parents place and he finds them there after shooting through a bunch of random goons finds his parents are dead and then they start blowing up the building the das just starts planting c4 everywhere or dynamite i think they said dynamite which is kind of funny. Yeah. But I mean, like the him shooting the looters when he gets there, is, you know, I mean, you could make the argument. Nobody ever talks about the Bronx on Bronx crime. <laughs> Plus, I'm sure Trash has done some looting in his day. But I don't know. His parents seemed kind of nice. <laughs> his parents did seem very nice. They should have left earlier, though. Yeah. I don't like where is his dad getting beer from, though? Yeah, that's a good point. Trash had to go on a dangerous mission just to get bullets. And his dad can get beer. It just has some beer in the fridge. Just, uh, chilling around with some beer. And where did they get that poster made? I was just about to say, yeah, who <laughs> made that poster? But yeah, just a whole lot of his dead parents just sitting there. Yeah. Just laying. Trash dead. just looking at him. <laughs> while the DAS is like, we're going to blow up these buildings. Leave now. Otherwise, you're going to get blown up. Leave. And he just stays there. Until, yeah, the building starts exploding. And the, the whole... Escape from the exploding building too was really funny. The next door building exploding was hilarious. Yeah, that was a that was a funny miniature. It was. It was like one layer. Like you, if you look through the windows, you you saw the sky. Oh yeah, it was so poorly made. 
It was pretty fun, though. It was a pretty fun explosion. It was I mean, cute. It was actually cute. It, like, yeah. Just, it's the best way I could describe it. It's funny, too, because, like, in the building Trash is in, it's exploding piece by piece, but then they'll cut away to the other buildings, and all at once, they just are <laughs> vaporized. Like, they're just gone. I love that inconsistency. And then there's that whole bit where Trash is trying to get to the basement, and he gets there by, like, falling down awkwardly, and then he lays on the ground as like that ladder is just swinging above him uh-huh the ominous ladder and i i kept thinking it was gonna fall on him but yeah. i was like how's it gonna fall like is this even dangerous i'm not really sure like i mean i wouldn't want it to fall on me it was a big rusty ladder but yeah it was so weird and he kind of has like some trash on him yeah know, like just rubble and, and whatever they held on it for super long too it takes him a while to get out of there yeah but we, as soon as he hops up to like leave to the ladder doesn't fall. The ground just where he was laying explodes. <laughs> it doesn't add up. Like it makes no no sense. But that, yeah, that explosion made the ladder fall though. Yeah, which is. <laughs> I mean, I guess I'm glad he moved. <laughs> right. And then it cuts to like because this is an and then movie. There is no like whole ton of cause and effect. But you only have. Two thirds of the movie is and then yeah, and I stopped taking notes after a while. Like you, you could just if you're thinking about it while you're reading my notes or checking them. If there's just all of a sudden something that happens way later, it just means a whole lot of action happened. Yeah, because it's just like a lot of action scenes, like a it, lot. It goes from this just to the next action piece, which is there's just a bunch of guys hanging out in the Bronx like they're not supposed to, and the DIS pulls up. And they start poking around. This is the part where they poke at the blanket. They're like, hey. Oh, yeah. Flips on the blanket and it's trash. Yeah, the ambush. That mm-hmm. isn't very good. <laughs> Not at all. <laughs> yeah, it immediately backfires right away. Yeah, because some blasted. of those, it seems like some of those guys hanging out weren't ready for trash to start shooting people. Yeah. But he does use a flamethrower on that guy. Mm-hmm. But they were in heat suits, so I'm not sure how this works. But I suppose like he flamethrowered the flamethrower backpack. Yeah. Oh, we got to talk about the reporter lady. Oh, yeah. So there's a reporter lady looking about, too. Yeah. And she was kind of pressing uh, Mr. Clark, the evil president guy. She was really grilling him on, on you know, being super evil. And then she's in the Bronx at this point yeah, trying she, to take photos with her photographer. Yeah, because she knows something's going on. All the journalists seem to know what's going on. Yeah. And I made the comment of, well, at least there's journalistic integrity. Right. <laughs> in, the, in, in this terrible future. So, yeah. Uh, which, did you catch her name? Yes, it's Moon Gray. Moon Gray. What an interesting name. But they didn't mention it until way later in the movie, because you find out the name of her cameraman that's with her, cameraman Jay. Mm-hmm. And that dude just gets killed right away. <laughs> yeah, he does. Like, he's taking probably really amazing photos, like photo of the year kind of photos. Oh, for of, sure. Of I mean, this genocide that's happening in the Bronx. Crazy. And then he just gets flamed and then never talked about again. He gets flamed and then disappears from the movie. Yeah, she's completely unaffected by completely. her cameraman staff. Completely unaffected. Not even like, hey, I got to get that camera for that film. That's nothing. I mean, there wouldn't be any there, but you know what I mean. Yeah. And then uh, this is also when the DAS starts to like rig the random people with bombs. Yeah, it's the ambush is ambush. Yeah, 
Which that part was kind of crazy. Yeah, because there's that one man who's like, yeah, like, dude, you got to get away from me. I'm, I'm strapped with a bomb. Yeah. And he explodes. Many people do explode in this movie. And with the explosions, a lot of the times it's very A-team-esque <laughs> where you will see the explosion and then men are launched because of the explosion. And it's usually two or more men <laughs> like, mm-hmm. going in different directions. Yeah. it's This is very, like, like I said, A-team-esque. It feels a lot like um, stuff you'd see on an action TV show. And I mean, I guess it's a low-budget movie. It also reminded me of, like, that cheap Japanese tokusatsu, like, early 60s. Not early 60s, but, like, 60s, 70s era, where they have, like, all the explosions, and the guys go, ah, and they go flying away from it. Yeah. It's that total cheese. It's great. Yeah, I do like, I do enjoy it, though. Oh, yeah. I'm not, I'm not begging at it. <laughs> it might be in, like, you know, TV explosions. It's just, like, on the A-team, you just don't know. Like, usually they don't show you that those guys died. And in this movie, there's just like bodies everywhere all the time. Yeah. Oh, yeah. And then uh, the reporter lady ends up getting saved by Trash, obviously our hero. Um, and then they go back to the hideout. And right away, the reporter's like, you guys really should just leave. Like, it's getting bad out there. And they're all like, nah, it's fine. We can take them. <laughs> like, they're not, they're not going to get to us. Which is stupid. And then the the blonde, random blonde lady comes down and she's like, oh, I caught one sneaking around. So I shot him. Like, I caught a DS guy. So they are starting to, like, actually find the hideout. Yeah, because DeBlone is like, well, they've never come down here before. They don't come this far. That's mm-hmm. why they've been able to just hang out there. Because, yeah, why would you go down in some weird tunnels where you're probably going to get murdered? Yeah, but they're starting to poke. And then, the, then they really start to get worried. They're like, oh, okay, maybe we should start to figure out how to deal with this. And they immediately, their, their first plan is just like, okay, we're going to get as many guns and as many explosives as we can. And we're, we're just going to shoot them. We're going to shoot all of them. And the reporter lady is like, that is not going to work. Like That is not going to be enough. And she suggests that they kidnap the president of the company. Yeah, and the company is it's up there on it. General Construction Corp. Yeah. Really cool name. Yeah, it's I like how generic they made really it. Really evil. It feels like a very much a first draft that was just okayed. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Just a filler of a thing. Um <laughs> which then she says that in order to do that, they need the help of um some guy who he did like some big bank robbery. What was his name? Striker? Strike. Oh, Strike. Yeah, that's the guy from the previous movie who is a new, was a different character. New guy. But he's a new guy in this one. And he's pretty cool. Mm-hmm. I like him. He's got a lot of like, it's kind of fun. Yeah. Like it's because uh, Trash and the reporter, they go to get Strike to help him out. And Strike's just chilling. Living underground like everybody else, but in his own section. Yeah. And now he, he has a kid too, which is apparently new for him. He has just some boy. I don't know if it's his kid. He said it was his kid named Junior. And Junior's super rad. This kid is pretty cool. First time we see him, he just like pops out with a revolver. <laughs> Hangs upside down, too. Yeah, hanging upside Batman. down. Yeah, super cool. And he's just really good at like rigging tripwire explosives. Yeah. I'm going to say this right now. Um, this kid is awesome. Totally. This so is, awesome. I would say 
I mean, as far as all, anything I've seen, got to be the deadliest kid in any action movie or any 80s movie for sure. Hands down. What about the uh, evil kid in RoboCop 2? Um, I'm giving it to Junior. Hmm, okay. That kid was just fun and evil, but at the end of the day, it was just more of a kid. Junior just stays Junior the entire time. <laughs> yeah. Uh, yeah, and Junior, so they're going to, I guess we should set up the whole ceremony because they didn't really explain that very well no they really didn't but you know they they meet strike and you know strikes loaded with weapons and all this other stuff and you know he he's the one who's going to be able to get them to where they need to go so i'm assuming that he just has memorized the entire sewer system in the area apparently before all of new york <laughs> yeah oh yeah and uh he also walks up to the reporter lady and just starts kissing her I put in my notes that it seems like they knew each other, but yeah. I don't think that they did. I don't think that they did either. I was it, trying to pick up on that. I don't think they did. It's not really because I was like, oh, they know each other. And that's why I wrote it down. But then it doesn't seem like they know each other. Yeah. It seems like he was just kind of being sleazy on her. And she seemed very okay with very it. Very okay with it. So they're going to go kidnap the president at this ceremony they're having at this old church. It's like a, the castle on. East Island. Sure. That's what, what they say in them. Yeah. Uh, and they're going to tear it down to build a new children's hospital. So that's, that's pretty heartwarming. But the, the, well, you know, to make the corporate guys more evil, they don't like this hospital because they're like, oh, children's hospital. What a waste of money. $80 million for children's hospital. They should have made it something evil. <laughs> like, just make it a, not a children's hospital factory. Well, I get why they... I get why they were doing it because it's it's just to look good mm. because you're committing genocide in the Bronx and you really got to put up like, hey, we're building a children's hospital. We're doing good things. Well, either way, the ceremony does not go well because the crew shows up to kidnap president. And this is when the reporter lady. Oh, my God. What's her name? Moon Moon. something. You can just call her reporter lady. That's totally fine because she runs out and she's blabbing to the reporters like on TV, you know, Telling the whole truth here, like they're killing people, like it's a mass genocide, it's crazy, like they're evil, they're not being sent to New Mexico, sometimes they're just being killed, you know? Yeah. And then Mr. Clark is like, oh, somebody, somebody get her to stop. And then does he yell? Is he the one that does it? I don't remember who does. But somebody yells, she's got a gun, she's gonna shoot the, the president. So then they just shoot her. They shoot her. <laughs> it's just... <laughs> But it's all caught by the news. Totally. They don't stop the news from doing, you know, recording this at all. Yeah. And even the reporter says she didn't have a gun. And they go, sure, she did. And they toss a gun on her, <laughs> which was kind of funny. But also, like, that's on the news, too. And also, some of these guys, I don't know who they're supposed to be. Are they? They're dressed like chauffeurs. Yeah. And I kept calling them chauffeurs while we were watching. And they all have guns. And they're guards, I guess, or just extra goons, I suppose. You know, they they probably just wanted to mix it up. Like, hey, we can't have dudes in silver suits everywhere. Mm -hmm. What are these creeps wearing when they're not in silver suits? Chauffeur outfits. Yeah. <laughs> but at least through the commotion, uh, Trash is able to nab Clark. Um, and then this is kind of where uh, the movie starts to get more actiony because definitely they definitely head down into the sewers or mm -hmm. the underground but then you know like it's it's kind of like 
shoot a bunch of guys, blow up guys. Clark gets away. They catch him again. Repeat. <laughs> it Literally. happens like three or four times. Endless. And, and like, it's still entertaining. Oh, absolutely. Which and, is great. And the setting is really cool. I do like this setting. It looks great. Grimy. Yeah, they picked great locations to shoot. Mm-hmm. And you brought up how, uh, like, the camera work and stuff was moving around. Mm-hmm. And going and it would it would go from you know here's a shot and then it would move to like an area where maybe like some wood floor is missing and then they would show something else happening on a lower level like more guys running yeah or it would just move shift to another area more action here or it would float through a wall like you would move through the wall the camera yeah yeah it was some pretty interesting stuff and it kept everything moving and Sometimes a lot of these cheap movies just end up being like way too static. And this wasn't, it was kind of moving around. I mean, it was repetitive, but still interesting. Mm -hmm. And the, the evil guy, what's the evil guy's name? I put it in my notes as Mr. Wangler. Wangler. Oh yeah. And it wasn't until I was looking it up on IMDb at one point in time during the movie what i noticed it was wrangler and only one person pronounces it like wrangler in this movie in my opinion from when i was watching it otherwise i was like wangler what kind of name is wangler i mean like yeah he's kind of a thick so i guess kind of (laughs) fitting but yeah wrangler actually gives good advice he goes oh don't follow him through the sewers because they laid a bunch of traps out we're gonna wait to like ambush them it's it's just a trap and he says that but then they <laughs> still follow them through the sewers anyway yeah because they have to they have to get the president back but they also in order to do that they're gonna have to follow them it, it doesn't make sense it doesn't make any none sense. of it makes sense yeah basically, and it's okay basically what wrangler said was pointless it meant nothing uh oh yeah there's that bit in the sewers where strike dumps all the lighter fluid or whatever oh i liked that that part was pretty cool <laughs> i liked that part i like any any of the part in the sequence where junior gets a good kill uh blowing a dude up or something yeah that that stuff in the water does set one of those guys on fire and that's a good flaming dude it is a good flaming dude i did like that one a lot yeah everybody else just kind of like oh no there's a this fire happened on this water right next to me i'm dead now mm-hmm like there was no they would just fall over. It's also a little interesting because a lot of the tripwires would explode like next to the person or like behind them, even though they show them being strung up directly to the explosives, but whatever. Uh so they get back to the hideout, they escape the DAS, and of course all the people in the cave start immediately wanting to rip Clark apart because he's super evil, but uh what's his name forgetting everybody's name no one has easy names the leader guy oh the blown the blown so you had to look at imdb <laughs> <laughs> i kept forgetting it too even when i was taking notes i was like what is this and i'd have to find out in my notes where i wrote his name down it's not that it's a hard name but it's just i don't know i feel a lot of people's names in this movie get mumbled they do or not said a lot <laughs> and i know if i had seen this before the age of the internet i just would never know what that guy's name is mm-hmm. i would go gang guy yeah but he he comes out and he the blown comes out 
and breaks it all up. He does have some charisma. He does. I kind of wish that he he had gotten to like chew a little scenery or something. Yeah, and he doesn't because he seems like a fine actor, like fine enough for this anyway. He needed a good speech. Yes, that would have been great. Mm-hmm. Get everyone riled up to fight. Mm-hmm. Yeah, they might they might have done a little better. uh but the das show up and they know where the hideout is i guess because they just pump gas into it yeah they (laughs) pump a ton of gas into it which which everyone's pretty freaked out by smart move though i mean they should have just they should have just done it in the first place yeah because it's pretty effective of what they're doing here so good job wangler and uh, as they're shooting the gas down, uh, Wangler is talking to the new president because Mr. Clark has been gone. Oh, the vice president is yeah. now the president. Right. And they're like, man, sure is a shame that, you know, Mr. Clark's going to die. Oof, that's tough, I guess. <laughs> Winking at each other. Totally fine with just killing Clark off. Because, you know, it's classic uh, big so- business Sith Lord. <laughs> Sith, yeah, Sith Lord. That's a good way to put it. <laughs> the rule of two. Yeah. <laughs> Thankfully for the runtime of this movie, everyone escapes the cave and they can have more action sequences now out uh, up on the surface of the Bronx. Yeah. Hang on a second. Just before I forget, because it's on my mind. Yeah. Because we keep saying the president or like Mr. President and Clark and yeah. stuff, same guy. But at one point in time, Somebody says something about kidnapping the president, and they're like, of the United States? And they're like, no. Oh, yeah, that was Strike. (laughs) No, of the company. (laughs) I thought that was hilarious, because I feel like they probably wanted it to be the president of the United States, but also just seemed like too big of an idea to have happen. Way more unrealistic. Yeah. Oh, yeah. And also the vice president um, announces that the gang just wants $10 million. Mm, Yeah. Which isn't true. They never demand any money. Mm -hmm. They just want to be left alone. And also that they did not give them enough time to get that money either. Yes. So they have no choice but to kill everybody. Mm -hmm. Perfect excuse. It's not, but it works for the movie. (laughs) And the rest of the movie, pretty much from here. It's all action. All action. Yeah. All action in the streets. So many guys in silver suits. Um there's there's the one they did it. They did the gig earlier with the motorcycle helmet smash mm, into yeah. the face and it wasn't as good, but the second time they show it, really good. It, it looks a lot better. Yeah. Yeah, that was pretty great. The doubloon guy, he ends up getting killed by Wrangler during all this fighting, which was pretty tough because he was pretty cool yeah he seemed all right and then a couple of the other uh members of the gang get killed too other like notable members like the eye patch guy he gets killed oh, i think that's it actually really um strike blows up of one of the silver vans that they're always driving around in yeah he he blows it up with his shotgun yep by shooting it once oh <laughs> <laughs> oh and wrangler finds mr clark Around in the rubble because Mr. Clark obviously slips away again. Yes. Always does. He's a slippery man. Yeah. And of course, Mr. Clark is like, oh, I'm so thankful to see you. Jeez. I'm finally rescued. Wrangler's like, ha ha ha. Yeah. And just shoots him. Yep. 
Didn't see that one coming. <laughs> just Henry silvering it up. <laughs> just being evil. It's pretty great. Uh, the vice president, he tries getting away at one point. Why he's there is beyond me. I don't know why he shows up. Yeah, that was pretty stupid. And he tries to get away in his like nice red car. It's like a, it's a sports car. Yeah. And then that gets shot like once or twice. It explodes. I love that part. <laughs> yeah. It is clearly a model car <laughs> that explodes. And again, I could say it's dumb and I don't like the effect. It's so cute. <laughs> It is adorable. Yeah, it's super awesome. I guess all that's really left is Wrangler. Wrangler tries getting away too in one of the vans. And he's like blasting guys out the window. Running over dead bodies. Yeah. Uh, And he does shoot trash standing on the side of the road. Shoots him in the shoulder, looks like. But thankfully, trash was able to blow up the van with a few shots of his trusty revolver. And I totally thought Wrangler was going to like, you know, show up and be like ah you know and then have like one last fight nope they're shooting at each <laughs> other and then maybe like they both lose their guns and it's just trash and wrangler just wailing on each other that would have been good that would have been really good nope just dies in that explosion and then strike and junior head off to i guess just go home junior's go home. like i want to go home yeah i like it on the surface yeah and uh trash is alive and then the movie ends. Yeah, they invite him back and Trash is like, just stares at him. Doesn't even say no. He just like stares at him and they just walk away. <laughs> That's it. That's, That's I it. I mean, there's, oh, some other fun bits that we missed. The part where um, they blow up the car and those two guys are standing next to the car. Mm, yeah. Like before they go, um, well, while they're kidnapping the president. Mm-hmm. That is great. With a grenade. Yeah. Yeah. That's a great explosion. That was a super great explosion, especially with the dudes standing next to it, too. It's always mm-hmm. cool when they, they get like just, a dummy. Yeah. And they just blast in the chunks. Mm-hmm. Or there was the bit. It was kind of earlier in the movie where random gangster throws a grenade behind a barrel where one of the guys are hiding and it explodes. And you see like a pretty good ragdoll of one of the DAS guys go flying out from behind it. Good dummy work. Must have been good. I didn't even notice it. Yeah. I mean, it was pretty. I mean, there were so many. Yeah. I mean, I guess like over 100. A, what was yes. the total count? Yeah. So somebody on IMDb trivia had said it was in the uncut version 174. Crazy. That's a lot. That is a lot. But the whole time we were watching, I was like, oh man, what is the body count of this? Because they come in waves when they're underground. Mm-hmm. It's like it's like a video game. Totally. Totally. We move to another location. Oh no. Here's a wave of guys. Mr. Clark is getting away and shows like how many meters away he is. <laughs> oh no, yeah, you, you gotta go, go get, get him. him. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, this actually would make a pretty fun video game. It, it would be yeah, long. It, it's just action. <laughs> I don't know what else to say about it. <laughs> it's just, you know, the, uh, yeah, I think we covered everything I wanted to talk about. <laughs> I mean, because... there's like, there's like a whole lot of subplots that get kind of brought up or at least like established or ideas that get established like there's apparently some un hearing about what's happening in the bronx and mr clark's like pretty nervous about it, especially with all this bad coverage and then you hear like anything on the political end completely dropped when the reporter dies you never see that side of the story really ever again i'm guessing now that at least you have i mean i'm sure there probably is um another evil person ready to 
step up as president totally. of the company Absolutely. and vice president. Yeah. But um yeah, I I got a feeling it does work out because of news and there being tons of evidence. Yeah. I think what helps this one out is um you're really expecting to go on this adventure with a lot of trash in it and Strike just kind of fills that void a little bit. He's a little more just a personality. Yeah. And I don't want to like bag on the guy who played trash too much, even though I think we did <laughs> in the, for the first movie. But I mean, especially since I was like, oh, no, he he died in 2013 at like 48. Oh. Like, that's pretty young. Yeah. I mean, most of most of the people in this are dead. Uh, Henry Silva passed away last year. And mm. He's 95. Oh, geez. So at least he had, a, he had an excellent run. Yeah. I'm guessing most of everybody else in this is dead. Blown up by revolver yeah the guy who played strike is dead the blown died in 2021 oh but let's see if let's let's hang in there let's look up junior quick oh um apparently alive good um yeah actor director i mean as of like 2019 he had some credits on here same last name as the guy who uh played strike so i wonder if maybe that actually was his son that would have been that would be really cool oh man he's like my age Oh, weird. Yeah, that was weird. It seemed pretty <laughs> kind of tiny for when that movie came out. It seemed a little bit younger than 10. Yeah. So I think that was 1985. I don't know. Whatever. Um, I think we've tapped all the extra talking we can do about it. I mean, this movie is probably, I don't know, what would you say, like 40 minutes of not action? Yeah, I'd say like two thirds of it are, I don't know, two thirds are like story and action. So yeah. It's a lot of action. Yeah, it's a lot of action. Which is fine. It's okay to have a movie full of action. It is. Made it really kind of easy to get through. <laughs> it was. It went quick. It, I'll give it that. It definitely did, yeah. I was like, well, what is this, an 80-minute movie? Well, um, anything more you want to say before we get on to the ratings? Well, we can get on to the ratings. All right. How would you rate this movie uh, saying the word movie? It's a movie. It's very fair. And I would actually recommend it. I did not think that would happen when I went into it mm. because it started off and it when it was just trash in the beginning and he's, you know, like, oh, here's trash riding his motorcycle up and down some stairs again. <laughs> yeah. And I just was expecting kind of more bland action from the first one. And, and honestly, if you think about it as a sequel, which it is, man, it's. It's a completely different tone. Mm-hmm. It, it it does some world building. It expands on everything a little bit more. Kind of surprising. You think that they would just rehash same gang on gang violence in the first one, but no, it's evil corporation time. And it's done pretty well, too. Yeah. I mean, the, the effects aren't terrible. I've seen way worse than this. Mm-hmm. And it's just a fun hanging out with somebody watching movie. Mm hmm. Yeah, I'd say that this is is definitely a movie. It's not like a film. No. Not even close. No, you're not watching this for class. Absolutely not. But it is jam-packed full of fun. I, I do recommend it. I still recommend the first one. Uh, you don't really have to watch it, though, if you want to watch this movie. Yeah, if I remember, we did recommend it. Like, yeah. We did enjoy it. Yeah, it was pretty fun. Mm-hmm. Uh, so. I, there's not much more to say about it. Oh, so many explosions. And that's the best part. Yeah. <laughs> it's, it's just not a lot there. And that's totally okay. 
we've watched so many movies and we don't really watch a lot like this. Mm -hmm. I mean, I'm very tempted to just look up any one of these actors and just go, what else did they do? Mm -hmm. Because I know the guy who played trash was in a trilogy of movies and that's a possibility. You know, we get bored. We could just go, all right, we're going to watch all three of those. (laughs) Boom. Three months worth of podcast on (laughs) quarter of a year. Yeah. (laughs) Well, uh, with that shout out to our fellow podcasters. Thank you for all the support. Yeah. Don't forget to visit our T public store. Mm -hmm. Get some cool t-shirts. I look pretty cool. My t-shirt. The coolest. Definitely. Maybe you can design a new one for this year's summer slasher camp. Oh, boy. (laughs) (laughs) Well, you're busy with school, though. (laughs) Yeah, at least for now. But, you know, if you have any ideas. Oh, definitely. Because I tried designing one the other day. Oof. Mm. Wow. You would have laughed me just (laughs) out of the house. You would have said, get out of here. You're not welcome anymore. Don't forget to join us in the dongle then, too. Yeah. Because that's where you can vote. Yeah. If you want to vote for the upcoming Summer Slasher Camp, got to get in there. Got to think of those cool votes, too. Mm-hmm. What are you going to What are you gonna put in? What are you going to vote for? Give us some cool movies. Mm-hmm. We'll take the top three. If there's any ties, just get put into the dongle sack and drawn, probably in another live video. <laughs> well, we were alive in it. <laughs> we were. <laughs> we only screwed it up five times, I think. <laughs> That's on my end. Technical difficulties. But we got we got it done. Speaking of dongles, don't forget the dongles. That's you guys. Yeah, the listeners. We love you guys. You guys are great. <laughs> All right, well, see you next month. Hang in there, dongles. Corrupted you! Corrupted you! Corrupted you! Corrupted you! Trash had to go on a dangerous, dangerous miss. Trash had to go on a dangerous. Oh my god, I can't talk. What happened?